0: Going Linux, episode 314 Listener Feedback. Welcome to the Going Linux Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. Whether you are new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you with valuable information and advice that will help you in Going Linux. We hope that you'll find this and all of our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and open source applications and using them to get things done. If you want to send us feedback, our email address is goinglinux at gmail.com and our voicemail line is 1-904-468-7889. Today's episode is listener feedback. No bill today, so just me, and we have a few emails and other feedback today. Not a lot, so we will start off 2017 with a relatively short episode, I think. Our first piece of feedback is an email from Llewellyn. Thanks very much for the show and the hard work you both put into it. It's wonderful that there's a high-quality show in the area of content and, importantly, professional and respectful presentation that can be recommended to anyone coming to Linux or, indeed, experienced users as well. I've been a listener since the days when Tom was presenting, and I've learned a lot over the years. Thanks again. The suggestion is for tools that can be used to share screens with non-Linux users. I know you've covered this a while ago, covering TeamViewer, Remina, and others. You also touched on X2Go recently. I have a Windows person who uses Skype to share screens. Not using Skype, I didn't know that it was possible. I may try that out and save some time having to install something else. This particular case is to have me share a view of my Linux desktop with them, a Windows user. I have vague recollections that there may be some way to share desktops using a browser, but I might be hallucinating. Anyway, I thought it might be time to dust off this topic for a segment. All the very best and wishing you both a blessed Christmas. Well, thanks, Luella. Yes, we've covered remote connection and the X2Go was an effort to update our views on that. I still think that team Viewer is a great way to share desktops between operating systems. And although it's not open source, necessarily. It is a very functional and very useful set of software. Um, We'll include a link to TeamViewer as well as to the uh, open source projects that make screen sharing available across platform as well using a browser. I'll have to go and look that up. I don't remember the name of it right off the top of my head, but we'll find that for you included in the show notes. I don't remember for sure if the browser-based screen sharing only shared what's in the browser as opposed to the entire desktop. I have to take a look at that as well. And as far as Skype is concerned, that's a bit of a mixed bag. Um, There was a period of time when Skype had the same functionality on Linux as it did on Windows and OS X but after microsoft took it over some of that parity of functionality went away uh, screen sharing being one of those i don't know whether the current versions of skype for windows and skype for linux give you screen sharing in both dimensions or in both directions across those two platforms i suspect that it, maybe it doesn't right now But because it's a bit of a moving target and Microsoft is changing their compatibility with Linux, I'm not sure that I would rely on it being there and being there when you need it. So my recommendation still is to use TeamViewer. So thanks, Llewellyn. Next, Dion wrote, I've just converted to Linux this past summer and started listening to your podcast regularly. I use Arch Linux and love it. I heard your episode on backups and the subsequent discussions that followed and was surprised at the lack of mentioning of two backup options that I use daily. The first is the open source syncing software SyncThing. This gives great syncing options for multiple devices and is cross-platform for the family members who do not give Linux a try. It acts just like OneDrive, Dropbox, Google Drive, etc., but without the third-party nosing into your things. One of the best pieces of software I've come across in the past six months. The second is one that allows one to back up a cloud service without the fear of prying eyes. It's called Cryptomator, and it encrypts and decrypts files on the fly, On your device before saving your files in a different location the benefit is that you can encrypt all of your online files on onedrive dropbox google drive etc without fear of others looking i use this over a veracrypt option because it does each file individually so that only individual files are updated and not the entire container as with veracrypt It also is totally open source and enables one to use the free online storage offered by these companies without fear of privacy invasion. Keep up the good work. I have learned much from your podcast, Dion, from Otterburn, Manitoba, Canada. Thanks, Dion, for the suggestions. We'll include the links in the show notes, of course. Our next piece of feedback is from David, who posted on Google+, the time has finally come to do a clean wipe of my primary desktop. The semester is over, and I wanted to just get rid of the cruft and one-off software that I've had to use, and I've never really had 100% success doing an upgrade versus a clean install. I'm currently running 14.04 long-term support. The icing on the cake is the new SATA card that was delivered. I have all of these empty bays in my tower that were giving off the siren song of needing additional drives. We'll probably toss in about four that I have lying around. So here's the real question. What's the proper way of setting up multiple drives for use? I'm wanting to boot multiple OSs. I have a VM cluster of sorts now. But sometimes I don't want to have to share my system resources and want to use the whole hog when playing around. 16.04 LTS will be my primary. I'll keep one drive with a rectangular pane OS, sadly for school purposes, and I want to play around with a few more distros. For instance, I'd like to play around with Arch and even Kali partitioned on one of the smaller drives. Having my data, as in media, pics, and docs, etc., on a separate drive would be a major plus. That way, I wouldn't have to worry about offloading those every time I did a reinstall. Any suggestions or comments or detailed articles that I could use to set up something like this? Thanks. Well, I responded to David on Google+. In that reply, I said, I like the idea of having your data on a drive of its own, the biggest one, and each OS on its own separate drive. Install it in a multiple boot scenario. The first install should be Windows, then it doesn't matter the order of installation of Linux operating systems after that. It may take some time on each installation to ensure that your data drive is mounted at boot time, and there's a System76 article that indicates how to do this, and regardless of the manufacturer of the computer that you have, this article should give you some good ideas. I'd make a link to the data drive from the home folder of each operating system that I'm trying out. That will mean that you have one additional click if you navigate by clicking from one folder to another. On the other hand, most file managers let you create bookmarks or shortcuts to whatever folder you want, even if it's on another drive. And Sebastian and Dr. Lyle have responded to... David's post as well. If you'd like to catch up on all the input from our community, go ahead and join the Going Linux podcast Google Plus community and share in the information. Our final feedback is a Gone Linux story from Nathan. Greetings. My name is Nathan and I'm a user of Ubuntu Linux and I listen to your podcast via Clementine. I have used Ubuntu since version 8.04, but really didn't begin using it full-time until 12.04, after I became fed up with Windows and Microsoft. My favorite games for Linux are Minecraft and OpenTTD, though I've also enjoyed other games like Open Yahtzee, Kiriki, and ZSNES. I've also gotten myself a Steam account, but my current PC is too weak to play the games I want from that service or the latest versions of Minecraft. I play 1.8.3 currently and am on the Hypixel server as Swagnilace. S-W-A-G-N-I-L-L-A-I-C-E. Hmm. I'm planning on setting up a Raspberry Pi PC running either Raspbian or Ubuntu, I haven't decided yet, using the latest Raspberry Pi board 3B. I'm planning on using it for mail, web browsing, photo viewing, finances, and other day-to-day tasks that I've been doing on my existing desktop, which I currently share with my roommate. The Pi's 1.2 gigahertz dual core processor will help with that. Keep up the excellent podcast, Nathan. Thanks Nathan and welcome to the ranks of people using Linux full time. Well that's it for this time. We will have a review session of 2016 in our next episode our user experience episode for january until then you can go to our website at goinglinux.com for articles and show notes as well as links to download and to subscribe we are the website for computer users who just want to use linux to get things done if you'd like you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in that going linux podcast google plus community links are on the website until next time Thanks for listening. The music provided by Mark Blasco at podcastthemes.com.